Welcome to the Diaries of Anxious Black Mom. I'm your host, Salam Misgano. Every week, I and my occasional guest um, share personal journeys in work, self-improvement, relationships, all with a lens of personal experiences of being a black mom. Let's get started. section of science and technology and uh, critical race theory um, which is real real cool and really what she says in that book that I wanted to share in this podcast is how it's something that I think many people say um, and it's something that that you know I have thought myself but didn't quite know how to express which is that you know, we have in the U.S. this infatuation with using technology to solve or all of our uh, social problems, and feel that if if only we just all of us were relying on uh, technology, or that if there was a lot of technology use, somehow that we would all be, you know, cured from racism or whatever. Everything would be equal. Also, I am just noticing that there's a Black Lives Matter march right on uh, Rainier and MLK and I'm turning around because uh, they have the intersection blocked which I am not mad about at all this happened a week ago too I just turned around and um, used a different road but people are still out protesting um, you know police brutality but even more than that I think just the way black people are treated in America in every facet of life, whether it's education or um, healthcare, I mean, you just name it. Anything that we do in this country, we mistreat black people in it. Um, and I think that, you know, like whenever I go to places like, like right now, I just went to PCC, there's like a discomfort that I feel that it's always like hard for me to explain why because it's sort of like, well, I'm a paying customer. Like, why do I feel uncomfortable? But it's like, you never feel like places are your space or you feel comfortable in um, as a black person because white people just have this dominant power over everything that even without them, the fact that they just consider themselves the norm and the way they way operate as the norm just makes them difficult to be around and exhausting to be around, honestly. But... You know, that being aside, in terms of the book, you know, the book 
uh, like I said, really thinks about how technology not like you know she kind of divides it like there are type of technology that are explicitly trying to be racist right so she talks about how you know the alt-right and how they are using social media like twitter and things like that to spread their um anti-black uh conversation and even sometimes organize violence against those they believe are their enemies or whatever and um and then but then she talks about a lot of them who a lot of people who not there or like technologies that try to ignore uh race and how they're developing it so they kind of act like well you know it doesn't have anything to do with race like we're just we're just working on whatever right like it's it's it doesn't have anything to do with race and they ignore it and when they ignore it how um, race just ends up, uh, or racism and white supremacy just ends up being present anyways, whether they decide to ignore it or not, because, you know, if, if you know anything about, like, AI and, uh, computer learning or whatever, you know that those technologies utilize the, the data that all humans or humans in the U.S. are, um, inputting into the world and those those folks those people are biased and so of course like the data is going to be biased okay go 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 all right you are hella confused um anyways that was a lady who almost crashed into me but anyways yeah so and then the third section she says you know the third kind of way that a race shows up is that there are people who try to do they try to reform things and when they try to form this they don't really think about things through and because they're not doing it very intentionally or with community that's most impacted so they actually make things even worse or like they they don't really accomplish their um their goal of being anti-racist so anyway so she gives so many good examples like there was i guess something called beauty ai and it was uh, a way to do a pageant where they just use computers to do it rather than people to judge and so they thought well you know this ai thing like is gonna judge judge better right better than oh i'm still in the wrong place um is going to judge better than humans because you know humans are uh biased but like a computer wouldn't be biased well what they found is like the AI thing picked almost everybody who was who was white to be beautiful and then um so that was just an example of how like well the data that we're using is biased so then the computers that we're using are going to be biased too and the fact that people don't acknowledge that blows my mind like but it's like this whiteness that you know like just that the fact that that doesn't cross people's mind when I talk about people I mean like computer engineers and like folks who are making these apps and these technologies like they just don't think about it like it's kind of crazy to me that supposedly you're really smart right you're a computer engineer or whatever but you're not even really considering real life real actual data about the human life that we we live in and I think sometimes it I guess you could say it helps when you have a black person in the room but 
that one black person in the room can do only so much like those folks who are also designing and need to have this critical theory and need to understand it and I think many of them probably if they're if they become educated about it I do believe that they would want to include that so that they can build they're not going to just like replicate a future that has been biased and racist like I hope they think about remaking that but anyways that was really interesting and then she gave really good examples of how design can be used um to to build a future that's more equitable that's more inclusive and anti-racist and she was she just has such a great way of describing these things like for example uh they created this thing where it's like um it's a crime risk uh indicator thing where it's a white collar uh crime indicator so they tell you like whenever you're in the financial district in new york or london or something it tells you like the app will tell you that you have entered a high risk uh for a high risk area for crime and so it's a flip of like how the police right now use it for kind of neighborhood level uh crime and tracking of people uh mostly people of color especially uh latino and black people so it's just a cool like ways that to think about technology like not everything is doomed like we could do this differently but you know in order to do that we need to slow down we need to pause let's not just get excited every time there's a new technology we think oh it's gonna help us solve everything like no like some things are gonna just have to be about intentionality slowing down including the people you haven't included sharing power like you have to do that and there's no short there's not a short way around it and i think sometimes that's what people are looking for is like a short way out a short way of like never dealing with the racism and the white supremacy culture that gives them power and i think what this book teaches is that like you just have to face it and you have to face it directly and be brave and be vulnerable and be willing to give some of your power away like not away but like you have to share your power and if you're not willing to do that it doesn't matter how many new technologies you built or how many statements that you make in your website or whatever in your value statement and all that it's just isn't we're really not going to do anything different we're going to just keep replicating uh replicating the inequities although at face value it might look different so what uh such a wonderful book uh her name is ruha and i forgot her last name but ruha is her first name and the book is called race after technology uh it was published about a year ago but i think there's more attention to it now because of um you know all of the sort of black lives matter movement is getting a lot of attention like i'm right now i'm passing columbia city which is you know one of the most gentrified neighborhoods in um in uh in in seattle and you know there's all these white folks who have picket signs and they're saying black lives matter and i'm just passing them like smiling because like i don't know i mean i guess that's a good thing i'm glad but either way forget that the point is that there is definitely huge attention right now being given to this black lives matter movement and there should be and it should have been all along but at least it's here now and how one of the ways we can think about this is through this technology and science since that's where we're all headed so just wanted to come and say that and 
and uh, yeah all right I hope you all are doing well and um, talk to you guys soon uh, I'm gonna try to do every week but we will see um, just wanted to, to come out in here saying that all right